0: Hello people, welcome to the show I'm your girl Tracy Congo, And you're listening to On Fire Agape Singing Radio Sing in majesty Can you do this
1: Majesty Your graces found me just as I am Empty hand above love. We're singing. We're singing. found me just as I am empty-handed but alive in your hands
0: beautiful song there and thank you so much to our listeners and now guys is that time that we have to hear the word of god i want to take this opportunity to welcome pastor francis karuga of Karibu. Man of god.
2: receive my my calvary greetings from kenya this is pastor francis karuga a preacher uh, of the good news message of jesus christ i do preach with grace covenant church here in kenya from within Kiambu County. I thank God yet again for this privilege that we can go on looking at the word of God together uh, because this is uh, uh, the incorruptible seed uh, through which men are receiving salvation and being sustained uh, unto the Lord by the same. Today we are looking at the book of uh, Romans chapter 5 and verses 12. The Bible says, therefore, Just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus thus death spread to all men, because all sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed, where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned, according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is a type of him who was to come. Praise the name of the Lord. Um, Today, we are looking at the fall of man and the plan of God for salvation. Right from the beginning that we are seeing the moral ruin of the human race from the passage you have just read. We are seeing the first sin brought the moral ruin of the race. The demonstration is very simple. Death is universal, because when this man committed the sin, then all people died. And after that spiritual death, all people, after some point, are supposed to die physically. So the Bible says through one man, that is Adam, sin entered the world. The world, basically we are talking about the human beings, the hearts of the people, through one man, sin entered the world. The word sin basically means separation. Through one man, all human race was separated from God. What that means, this separation basically implies that spiritually we all died in Adam. When you separate the spirit the spirit of man from the spirit of God, then that man is considered to be a dead man spiritually. When you separate the spirit of man and his soul from the body, that man is considered to be dead physically. So the Bible says here, therefore just as through one man, sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because of sin. Now, Adam was created by God all alone. And when God created him, he also created all creatures and brought them to him that he may be able to name them. One by the one he named them. Why? Because they were supposed to be his subject. And God gave him dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds, of the air, over the animals and everything that God created and now um, after he had done all that he saw that man was lonely and he caused him to have a deep sleep plucked his left limb and formed a woman out of that limb and when he brought it to when he brought that human being to adam adam called him woman remember it is adam who was given the prerogative of naming everything that God brought to him. What that means is that Adam was given dominion. He was given a kingdom. Adam was given that authority over every creation. What we see is that Adam was the first king on this earth. This is what Satan was after. When he came and deceived the woman, his intention was basically to get into the heart of man which indeed he succeeded he also equally wanted to destroy the fellowship between man and god which also he succeeded and as a result when this man fall into sin and the spirit of god departed from the spirit of man then that is called separation basically in other words it is spiritual death. that is what occurred and when this man disobeyed God, the spirit of God was separated from him, him being the first man, where through whom also the seed was to, to come out and become a generation over this world, then basically we all died in Adam. Praise the name of the Lord. We all died in Adam, spiritually. And the Bible continued to say, and death... And as sin, uh, um, therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus the death spread to all men because all sin. What followed uh, the spiritual separation is the physical dead. Dead entered also through sin into the world. After man disobeyed God, and the Spirit of God was able to come out, that is to say that he has died spiritually, he has lost he has lost his relationship with God. Uh, he has lost his divine uh, uh, kingdom, uh, basically to Satan. So he has become subject to another spirit, another dominion, and that is what is mentioned in the book of Ephesians chapter two and verses two that Satan is the prince of the power of the air, a spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. So basically, after Adam lost it all to Satan, then uh, uh, they the are discussed on account of Adam's sin in the book of uh, Genesis chapter three. Uh, and after the casting of the ground, uh, then man is sold. After having toiled uh, to basically eat from his own sweat, then he's supposed also to die and the dust is supposed to go back to the dust for from the dust he came. So that curse goes to the ground and therefore man uh, physically he has to die after living for a period of time. These two things came following each other immediately after the fall of man. So the Bible therefore clearly says that therefore just as through one man sin entered the world. And death through sin does death spread to all men because of sin. Do you see that if somebody is a sinner today, it is not because of what they have committed. It is not because of something they have stolen. It is not because of their lustful desires. It is not at all anything that they have done as a family. No, they are sinners simply because they are not born again. They are sinners because they have not yet been regenerated. They are sinners because they are still in Adam. I hope that sounds so clear. Somebody is not a sinner because of what is committed. Because here the Bible is saying through one man, sin entered the world. We were not physically born, but we existed already in the plan of God. And we were definitely going to come from the ruins of Adam. And that's how we sinned in Adam. Praise the name of the Lord. Therefore, God himself, because of his wonderful plans, because of his wonderful plans, he gave out the law so that sin can be imputed because where there's no law, there's no sin. God could see the sin, but men are born, and they did not know that they are all sinners. They did not know that they cannot do anything to get back to God. You see, when you are born in a family, you cannot be able to change your DNA by yourself. Um, and therefore, we therefore not could not be able to change our DNA. And so uh, that was our status. We were born sin, in sin, We were born outside the plan of God. We were physically born heading to hellfire. So verse 13 tells us a lot about the plan of God. It says that for until the law, sin was in the world. But sin is not imputed when there is no law. Even before God gave man the law, sin was in this world because it entered right there at the Garden of Eden. It was in this world, but sin could not be identified where there is no law. Hear what verse fourteen says. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned, according to the likeness of the of the of the transgression of Adam, who is a type of him who was to come. Did you hear what the Bible says? That sins reigned. Since reigned over a human being right from Genesis until the time when Moses was given the law at Mount Sinai. And the Bible says that the first Adam is a shadow of Jesus Christ, who is the second Adam. Praise the name of the Lord. But do you see the economy of God and his salvation? It's amazing. It's so amazing. And so, people were being controlled spiritually by the powers and the forces of darkness without their knowledge people could kill fight and do so many things thinking that it is by their own power but death was reigning over them until the time when god gave moses the law you get it so that now, after the law has been given, sin can be imputed. So the book of Galatians chapter 3 and verses 19, the Bible is telling us here about the purpose of the law. It says, what purpose then does the law serve? It was added because of transgressions. Till the seed should come to whom the promise was made, and it was appointed through angels by the hand of a mediator. Praise the name of the Lord. After Paul had spoken so well about the message of the cross and the liberty that follows, a great salvation, that incredible reconciliation, the joy of the Holy Spirit, that greatness of um, walking with the Lord and in the Spirit, now um, the question arises arises from within the people's heart, and particularly the Jews and the Pharisees who were definitely living according to the the law of Moses. Paul then asks a question, and he also gives us the answer. He says, what purpose then does the law serve? Why was the law given? If you're telling us that the cross of Jesus has given us salvation, has set us free, uh, has redeemed us, then what was the purpose of the law? Then he answers and says, It was added because of transgressions, till the seed should come to whom the promise was made, and it was appointed through angels by the hand of a mediator. Praise Mm -hmm. the name of the Lord. Now, Apostle Paul is teaching us here that the purpose of the law was because of two things. First of all, because of the transgressions, because men sinners but they do not know they need to know that they are sinners amen they need to know that they are sinners because god has some plans for them but these plans cannot um, cannot be realized until when these people are able to know who they are first that indeed they are helpless they are hell bound they are slaves to sin and that indeed uh, They can appreciate if God was to do something else for them. The Bible says that it was added because of transgression, that is the first thing, till the seed should come to whom the promise was made. Praise the name of the Lord. The Bible is saying that the second reason as to why the law was given, it's because it's until the seed should come. Now, if you want to know what this seed is all about, because it was a promise given to Abraham, uh, you will look back to verse 16. Galatians chapter 3 verse 16, the Bible says, Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He does not say unto seeds as of many, but as of one and to your seed, who is Christ. Did you see that Isaac to Abraham was a shadow of the very seed? The seed, which is basically singular, is referring to Jesus. Amen. So what now the apostle is revealing to us, that this law was given unto men, that they may be able to know that they are sinners, God is holy, and that the penalty of sin is death. And this was to continue until Jesus should come. (laughs) The promise of uh, the seed was basically to bring a solution, a reconciliation, a redemption, a restoration, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, this is incredible. When you look at verse 22, The Bible continues to say, now, now you can be able to see the plan of God for salvation. Say that, but the scripture has confined all under sin, that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. The scripture has confined, the law has confined that all people, of this world, whether Jews or Gentiles, they are all born in sin by Adam, and therefore um, uh, they are all under sin, so that now the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. Amen. So there is a promise to be given to those who believe even tonight. Amen. Verse 23 says, but before faith came, we were kept under God by the law kept for the faith which would afterward be revealed. That is referring us to verse 19, the purpose of the law. The law was given because of sin and after that then the seed was to come to rebaritment from the law. So therefore when the law came, the law became so much um, the law, the law became so much effective even as Moses is praised in the book of uh, Hebrews chapter 3 that he was a faithful servant in the house of God. So this law kept all the people God, you know, under God, uh, uh, waiting the faith which would afterward be revealed. Amen. Now, verse 24 says, Therefore the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by faith this law according to the book of romans chapter 7 it is good it is just it is perfect it is from god it was for fulfilling a certain mission and therefore the law was our tutor to bring us to christ that we might be justified by faith meaning there is no salvation in the law the law basically only points your weaknesses uh the law will only condemn you the law punishes But now, um, Christ was to come when everybody has been cornered by this law. Praise the name of the Lord. You and I know the book of Romans 3 where we read, uh, that is verse 20, 20, that the Bible says that no no one will be justified before God by the deeds of the law. So that now by the deeds of the law is the knowledge of sin. The law was to bring the knowledge of sin, and then people can see how helpless they are and how indeed the God is holy, a consuming fire. And therefore, uh, this was to cause people to be in need of his mercies. Therefore, the Lord was our, our tutor to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by faith. Verse 25, but after faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor. Praise the name of Jesus. After the, After the faith has come, We are no longer under the tutor. Previously, the tutor is the law. And therefore, after the son, the faith has come, that is Jesus Christ. Now, we are no longer under the tutor. Amen. That is perfect. If anybody would choose to believe in that word, then you are freely liberated. Verse 26 says, for you are all sons of God. Through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many as you were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, after faith has come, we are no longer under the tutor. Once we believe on what transpired on the cross, we are set free from the slave market of sin. We are liberated. We become sons. We have now put on Christ Jesus. How do we appear before God? As many Christ? Christ has been able now to regenerate us by his spirit. Our spirit has been regenerated. We have now received uh, the newness of mind. We are now cre- new creation in Christ Jesus, created by God. This is powerful. And therefore, now we can approach his throne of mercy with confidence to receive mercy uh, uh, and, and grace to help us in the time of need. Praise the name of the Lord. Therefore, God bless you, my dear listener. Even as you continue together, let his grace continue to sufficiently provide for you uh, because the grace is sufficient. May his love continue to cheer you up. Just like he forgave you uh, uh, from going to hell, he is also equally able to save you from any other situation in life. His promises even now are yes and amen. And how important it is now that now you're a son. A son is, uh, is, is an inheritor. We are heirs and co-heirs with Jesus Christ. So it, is it not that great? Because it's giving us confidence to talk to God as a father. And now because our father is able, then we are so certain that even our life, he is going, he has already provided and he'll continue to make sure that the divine nature is availing everything that belongs to us for his own glory. God bless you so much, my dear listener. And may he strengthen you may he comfort your soul uh, may he increase his, uh, his love um, his love in you uh, for you for his own glory Father I want to thank you for my dear listener I want to thank you for your faithfulness I want to thank you for your care thank you for your wonderful promises Lord thank you for your word O king of the glory that is coming up with all these promises to Jehovah that are so so good in us O jehovah it is my prayer the lord almighty you will continue to increase um, your love in the heart of my listeners i continue king of glory to connect us in the spirit even as we pray for one another oh god let there be also healing both of us of our physical bodies and our souls O almighty in the name of jesus christ i speak the goodness and the power of god upon them all in the name of the lord for those who are lacking in one way or the other, God Almighty, may you fill them in the name of Jesus. Those who are uh, going hungry provide uh, provide meals and means for the same in the name of Jesus. Those, O oh, King of the glory, who are desperate, O oh, Jehovah, may you provide ways out for them that they may be able to stand firm according to your will. Jehovah, for those King of glory who are confused and disturbed in one way or the other, I pray, God Almighty, just as you did, Saint Philip, To the Ethiopian eunuch, that they too, God Almighty, will make a provision that allow them Jehovah God Almighty to see you for who you are, to see how loving, how caring, how merciful, how great and awesome you are, and how close you are. each one of us oh god father thank you all together for this um, on fire agape ministry i pray that you continue to expand its boundary continue to do it great my father so that even by it um jehovah uh, many many people uh, will hear the voice of god will experience the goodness of the lord will be relieved will be redirected and will be given an opportunity to experience god's power in their life thank you for the great work that is happening Be glorified and magnified all the more. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, my dear listener. Thank you so much for keeping it right here and on fire.
0: And amen. Thank you so much, Pastor, for that powerful word of God. May God bless you. May God Almighty favor you. And now, guys, we've come to the end of the show. But even before we end the show, I want to take this opportunity and say thank you so much to all our listeners wherever you are. May God bless you also. Thank you so much as On Fire Agape team to Nashukuru Sana. We cannot do this without you people. And now, guys, remember next Friday, same time, same place. I'm your girl Tracy Congo. And you're listening to On Fire Agape Radio. Thank you so much. Goodbye. God bless.
3: i the have
4: I it was hard to see You've in love with someone like me yes. Finally, I can't imagine, imagine
3: me The song is dedicated to people like me Those that struggle with insecurities, acceptance, and even self-esteem You never felt good enough You never felt pretty enough but imagine God whispering in your ear, letting you know that everything that has happened is now gone, mm. gone. It's, gone. it's all gone, gone. every sin gone. every mistake gone. every failure It's, gone. it's all gone, gone. Depression gone. 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 By faith It's gone Low self-esteem Hallelujah It's gone, gone. Yesterday's it's gone. gone. It's all gone. It's gone. I Can't I it's gone. 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 What your mother did. Gone. What your father
1: did. It's Hallelujah.